absolute top to bottom, pillar to post demolition of the Brooklyn Nets. I'll talk about that. I'll talk about the surprise minutes for Jordan Walsh and 100 victories already for Joe Missoula. All right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with the Larry OB. Corrales above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird to DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics, pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it's your team every day, and I got you covered every single day, Monday through Friday, with a free, fresh podcast that's dropped directly to your device when you subscribe. So go ahead, become an everyday, or join me every Monday through Friday, plus bonus podcasts whenever they got those weekend games, which isn't coming for a couple of weeks, thanks to the All-Star break. Oh, thank you, All-Star break. Oh, boy, the Celtics needed this one. I mean, everybody on the Celtics needed this break. So I'm happy that it's here. I'm John Corrales. I used to play a long time ago. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Hey, hop on the YouTube page. Get in the comment section there. Subscribe. Ring the bell. Get notified when I drop new videos. Uh, That's a fun place to join in the conversation, especially after a Boston Celtics 50-5-0, 50-point win over the Brooklyn Nets. The Boston Celtics have now won two games this season by 50 points. There have been only three teams in NBA history who have won two games in a season by 50 or more points. Uh, It happened with the Milwaukee Bucks in 78-79. The Sacramento Kings did it in 92-93. And this year's Boston Celtics are doing it, and no team has won three games uh, by 50-plus. So plenty of time for the Celtics to get out there and set a record. Uh, It's a lot of points. Big win here. And so later on, I'll talk about Joe Mazzulla's 100th win, kind of what that means. Uh, We'll get into Jordan Walsh in a little bit, but let's just talk a little bit about this game. Not that there's much to talk about, right? You, You go in from the beginning, and it was like a 28 to six run to start the game. There was a 22, nothing run in the second quarter. There were just these sets of runs throughout the course of the game where it was just Brooklyn had no chance. They didn't show up for this game at all. And as much as this was very good focus from the Celtics, like this, this is, I think people would want this game every single night, right? This is the, oh, they finally played up to the, you know, their, their capability. No Al Horford, no Jalen Brown. And they came out and just trounced the, the, the nets right away. Now, obviously these games aren't going to happen very much. There's a reason why these 50 point wins have only happened very infrequently. And I know no one's asking for 50 point wins. You're asking for, you know, 20 point wins, but regardless the point stands, these, these big blowouts aren't happening very often. And after the game, like Porzingis said it, he's like, look, it's, it's not easy to come in with that 
eye of the tiger every single game. It's not easy. Like we people talk about, you got to come in and be focused and be blah, blah, blah. And Porzingis flat out, just matter of fact, like easier said than done. And not only because it's, uh, oh, we're good. And, you know, we could just play down to the competition and be fine. It's that everybody needs to be in that mode. And it's not just like, it's not an all or nothing thing. Like either everybody's on board. Um, I, sh I should say it is an all or nothing thing. Either everybody's on board or might as well be nobody on board because if three guys are on board and two guys are just like, ah, not feeling it tonight. Well, then the defense suffers and everybody looks bad. Right. So that it's, it's not the easiest thing in the world to get all nine, 10 guys in the rotation to be like all amped up for every single game. It's the fact of the matter, but they came in this one, they were amped. And not only that Brooklyn was just, Awful. I think some of it was missed shots. They missed, they missed some open looks and nothing you can do about that. Boston was making everything. Brooklyn was missing everything. I think maybe they got discouraged a little bit and you know, they're not the best road team anyway. And so they get discouraged and, and then that leads to just poor play overall. I thought Dennis Schroeder at the beginning was awful, just awful. And it, it snowballed in, in Boston just never let up. Not once. Uh, maybe the most impressive thing was the nine Oh run to start the, the third quarter. They just came out and they didn't let up. That lead went from uh, 18 to 36 at the half to 45 at one point in the third to 56 at one point in the fourth. Like the, the Celtics just came in and never slowed down never gave up, never let go of the rope, none of that stuff. This was just top to bottom, smoked them, smoked them. Uh, Jason Tatum, I wrote before the game, I said, I, I feel like he's going to be on cruise control, and he kind of was. 20 points, 16 shots. I mean, he, he was aggressive in moments, in spurts. Nine assists, seven rebounds. He was just kind of casual about it. But Porzingis looked great early on. Then he lands on uh, maybe Cam Johnson's foot and tweaks an ankle. Doesn't doesn't really. He he was available. He could have come back. They said we're not going to bring him back because they were up by forty at that point. Didn't matter. But he was six of nine early on, fifteen points in in sixteen minutes on nine shots. It's a great way to go. Five rebounds and assists. He looked good. Uh, Derek White. Shout out to Derek White coming out, getting out of that little bit of a shooting slump. It's a good feeling. You go into the break kind of feeling good about yourself. Uh, 10 of 16 overall, 5 of 10 from 3, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 27 points. To, nope, I was going to say to lead the team, but whoop, Peyton Pritchard had 28 off the bench, 11 of 16, 6 of 9, uh, getting a lot of his points in garbage time, obviously. Uh, Derek White was a plus 44. Plus 44. Sam Hauser was a plus 40. So those two guys were on the floor for a lot of good things. But good to see Derek White hit some shots. Good to see Sam Hauser hit some shots. Four of eight from three. Uh, obviously, Peyton Pritchard got hot. He's 
five 20 plus point games this season and all five are on the second nights of back to back. That's that's interesting. Luke Cornett came in, gave the Celtics some good minutes. The Maish Keda came in and gave the Celtics some good minutes uh, after Porzingis sat. O'Shea Brissett uh, had some good minutes in garbage time, especially had a nice little windmill dunk. He had some cool pink Kobe's on. I like those. The nice kicks. Obviously, I'm wearing my pink hoodie. Yes, I wore this for Valentine's Day. Not a big Valentine's Day guy. I am. I don't actually. I think. I actually think Valentine's Day is kind of like, you know, not important at all. Side note: Just be nice as a partner all year long, and Valentine's Day won't be something special. Like if Valentine's Day is special, then you should kind of maybe rethink about making like. Make January special. Make March special. It doesn't have to be the middle of February that's special. Yeah. I mean, look, did I buy my wife some flowers? Of course I did. You know, do nice things for her as well. But, like, we do nice things all the time. So that's just my little relationship advice mixed into talking about a Celtics blowout. This is what happens when the Celtics win by 50. This is the analysis that you get. On Boston Sports Journal, I said that the Celtics missed free throw thing at the end of the – in the fourth quarter is kind of weak. That's the type of analysis you get here. It's weak because if the opponent misses a free throw in the fourth quarter, you get a free Big Mac, but you got to sign up for the app, and you only get the free Big Mac if you spend a couple of bucks on something else, which, sure, you might be spending a couple of bucks on McDonald's, but you have to go to the McDonald's and spend money there for you to get your free Big Mac. It kind of runs like, why can't you just be like, hey, Celtics win, free nuggets, six free nuggets. People will go nuts for that. I'm betting that people will go spend more money if you gave away six free nuggets than you gave if you gave away that one free Big Mac. But seems like a lot of hoops to jump through to get two hunks of beef with Russian dressing on them. That's just my thing. That's my take. But again, when the Celtics win by 50 and there's nothing really to break down about a game, you get me complaining about, you know, hamburgers and stuff. So that's that. All right, let's get into the other surprise, Jordan Walsh, Jordan Walsh. He went to check in uh, in the first quarter. I was like, what did Joe make a mistake? No, Jordan Walsh stepped up. All right. We'll talk about that in just a second. Thanks for making uh whoops locked on Celtics. Your first listen every day. Hey, today's show is brought to you by Robin hood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA. Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at robinhood.com slash boost. Subscription fees apply. And now for some legal info. Claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Globe Market Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA available to U.S. customers in good standing. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC, is a registered broker-dealer. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out 
Locked On Sports Today, the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. It's also now available on Amazon Fire TV in the free Fire TV channels app. So go check it out. Locked On Sports Today, 24-7, covering the top sports stories with the local experts of the Locked On Podcast Network, plus national shows streaming every day, covering every league. Find Locked On Sports Today, now available on for free on the free Fire TV channels app. Let's get back to the conversation here about the, the Celtics' 50-point win and Jordan Walsh getting in there and getting 18 minutes of actual real NBA time, not garbage time, real NBA time alongside Jason Tatum, Derek White, other guys. These, you know, this is, this was legitimate. This, and, and I love the fact that Joe Missoula went down this road. Like, this is great. You, the, the, the obvious reason is you get a second round pick, a guy that you're trying to develop some, some minutes. You're rewarding him for the defensive, uh, advancement, the, all of these things, the, the work that he's put in, uh, in the G league, the work that he's been putting in, in practice, all of that stuff. Uh, so that's number one, number two, throwing this kind of curveball out there is actually to me, a sneaky genius way to force the rest of the guys into focusing and communicating. Because this is a new, a new voice, right? A new, a, a new player. You haven't played with him. Now he's going to come in and give you that defense, that energy, that scrappiness. But in order for him to succeed, everybody else around him has to be engaged. Like I said in the first segment, it's it's all five guys engaged, or might as well have nobody, because all you need is one guy to be like, "Where do I go?" And all of a sudden, somebody sprung open, and then there's an overreaction, and then the ball swings, and then there's an even more wide-open guy, and then two guys go to that guy, and some, he passes to somebody, and it's like a dunk. And all it's just one guy that's out of position. So having, having Jordan Walsh out there, along with you know all the effort and everything, that's, that requires everybody who's on the floor with him Tatum, White, Holiday, Pritchard, Hauser, whoever it was, they have to be aware. We gotta, we gotta help this kid because he he's going to help us down the road. We gotta help him. We all gotta be focused to help him. Now, I don't know if Joe Mazzula intended for that to be the case, or, or or maybe, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. But either it was intended and it was like, wow, pretty smart move, Joe, or it was unintended and it's like, wow just an amazing unintended consequence, whichever it was in reality. Like I'm not going to sit there and completely give Joe credit for this. I don't know if, if that was what he intended to do as far as making sure everybody else was involved and focused, but that's, that's the part to me that stands out as much as Jordan Walsh, just getting those minutes in that it were just nice to get. So let's go back to the first point. You got a guy like Jordan Walsh who's, you know, look, you saw 18 minutes. He's not NBA ready yet, right? Like he took three shots. Um, 
The first one was a three-pointer that missed, I think, everything. Then he had a layup that just – he it looks like his legs just gave out on him. And he looked nervous, right? Uh, he had two quick fouls in two minutes and a turnover, a travel, which it's, you know, it's something that you probably could call on a lot of people, but like for a rookie, it's like, Hey, you're, you're going to, you're going to pick this turnover up here, buddy. Uh, but gets in for the rebounds, got in for, uh, a steal. He got in for a block and just an overall, like a decent, especially defensive performance. And I liked what Joe said after the games, like, look, he he's been with us on this road trip, uh, that West coast trip. And we decided to reward like this focus on defense, this focus on that end of the floor. I remember him when he got his actual debut and I asked Joe about it because I was on this podcast, like, what, a couple of weeks ago and impressed with Jordan doing all the little things. Like he goes out, he gets his first dunk and his first NBA points. And it was like, Hey, go cook, go get some points. See if you can get five, six, 10, whatever points. And he never, he never did it. He never went for it. And I was like, that's impressive to me that he continued to focus on doing the right things. And I think that resonated with Joe. And he wanted to reward that on top of whatever else, if there, if there was something more to it, I hope there was something more to it. Cause that means this was intentional and that, that tells you something, but to, to have Walsh get in there first quarter minutes, you're looking for something just to keep this flow going. Like, okay, the Celtics are playing well and there's a risk of them letting go. And oh, let's put Jordan Walsh in there, and and his energy kind of keeps things up. So it was good to reward him. Good to reward him for the work that he's been doing. You send him into the break, feeling good. Now think about this: you go into the All Star break, and and Jordan gets to do I don't know whatever he's going to do. Gets to take a nice little vacation. He's making decent money. He can afford a little vacation somewhere. Him, his parents, his family, whatever. He can. You know, think about the conversations that he's having. Think about the, wow, man, you got you got some real minutes in that in that game. Like they they really had some nice things to say about you. That team seems to really believe in you. All positive, all positive affirmations. Here's a kid that's going to come back and be like, I am ready. I'm ready. I'm refreshed. I'm recharged. Let's let's do this. Now I don't know. Actually, I don't know what the G League schedule is, but you know he'll get a little bit of a break. Uh, it's it's good to send somebody into that break and have all that positivity surrounding him. So I I'm, I loved what I saw from him on the defensive end. Uh, Derek White praised him for sending some good picks. I I still think obviously he's playing a little too fast. He's playing a little nervous, and still want to see him hit some shots, uh, but. Getting used to that NBA speed is valuable. Getting used to his teammates is valuable. Getting some coaching from Joe Mazzulla while he's playing is valuable. And having a positive experience is valuable. So I'm, I am I enjoyed that. I really enjoyed everything about the Jordan Walsh experience. 
you can say it was a great coaching move. And if we're going to give Joe the benefit of the doubt there, okay, yeah, let's let's go with it. Joe got his 100th win. Joe Mazzulla has won 100 games, and he's doing it his way. And I think that's important. Guys had some interesting comments about him after the game, and I'll share with you what they said next. Today's show is brought to you by Hungry Root. All right, Hungry Root is going to save you time, save you money, because they are your partner in healthy living. It's the easiest way to get your fresh, high-quality groceries, simple, healthy recipes delivered to your door. Customers save money on their groceries versus the store, as well as eating out less. You avoid expensive takeout. You can save up to 30% on food waste each week. You can save time up to five hours when you take prep time and shopping time and all that stuff. You can save all that stuff. Go to HungryRoot.com slash locked on. Not only are you going to get 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life, you're going to get this partner in healthy living. You take the short quiz. They, they figure who you are. They figure out who you are, how you like to cook, what things you like to cook with, the foods you like to eat. They put all of that stuff together and send you the suggestions. And you can take the suggestions or shop on your own, but they can send you the produce, high-quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks, sweets, ready-to-eat meals, all of that stuff. They like Hungry Root lives by this. It's got to taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. So save the time, save the hassle. Hungry Root delivers the food that you'll love. You get 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life at HungryRoot.com slash locked on. HungryRoot.com slash locked on. Use that link so they know we sent you. Thank you for making Locked On Celtics your first listen every day. Go check out Locked On NBA covering the league all week long, Monday through Friday. Rotating hosts. I host on Wednesdays with Jake Madison, so go check it out wherever you get your podcast. So Joe Mazzulla won his 100th game uh, by beating the Nets. Still only counts for one. 100 wins. And I know people might say, didn't Damon Stoudemire coach one of those games? Yeah, but that still goes on Joe's coaching record uh, because he's the head coach. Uh, so 100 wins for Joe Mazzulla. If you want to get technical about it, he'll get 100 wins when they play Chicago or whatever when they come back. Regardless, he's the fifth fastest to 100 wins. Uh, and, you know, that could mean something. Steve Kerr did it, and he's won four titles. Tom Thibodeau did it. Avery Johnson did it. Neither of them won, have won a title, but they won a bunch of games. Uh, Avery Johnson went to the NBA Finals and lost with Dallas. So there are some varying levels of success. Tom Thibodeau's won 510 games. He's a successful coach. But, you know, winning a championship, I mean, there's so much more than just the coach and, and all of that stuff. So the, the, the path to 100, such an interesting path for Joe because it was obviously thrust into Ime Udoka's uh, shoes with his staff. And it, 
was not the easiest thing, but they, they came out and they won, they won all those games and, and within winning all those games, he built this reputation, right? And, and I think it's a reputation that he's been kind of struggling to shake a little bit because you make a first impression and that's impossible to get past people. Once they peg you as something, it's very difficult to shake that. If you meet somebody for the first time and that person comes off as a jerk, you're going to think, Hey, I met John Corrales, uh, at the game and God, he was a jerk. He's that's a fake personality that he has, you know, and I can't shake that. If you were to meet me, if you come to me and ha- and I'm having a bad day and I don't treat you right, you're going to go back and tell your friends that guy's a real a-hole and I, oh, whatever, whatever, maybe and even if it's a bad day or a bad impression, whatever, it takes a lot of work to, to kind of shake that. And that's kind of where Joe is, I think, with some of his critics. But the fact is, He's, he's got his own style and the, the thing about his style is so much of it is mental. It's not, I don't talk about X's and O's when it comes to Missoula. Kristaps Porzingis talks about, like I asked him about his hundredth win and he said, people don't appreciate who he is. Kristaps Porzingis said this about Joe Missoula. People don't appreciate who he is and how he coaches because he's very young you could always blame it on him and stuff like that, but he's a very underrated coach, very underrated and different. And I think people who, who, uh, people don't see who he really is and how he coaches. And it's easy not to give him the credit because of the talent we have, but he deserves a lot of credit. And okay. So he's different. Porzingis. He was, oh yeah. He's different. He's, he's underrated and different. We know he's different. So we asked Derek White, how's he different? And he says he likes the uncomfortable, probably a little bit more than other people like the uncomfortable, which sums up Joe Missoula so well, but it's part of what I love about his approach. And I, I look, I didn't know what to make of Joe Missoula at first. I knew he needed to have time and he needed a chance and there were things last year, I think if you go back and listen to some of the offseason stuff, there was a lot to criticize with the coaching. And no doubt, there's no doubt that he struggled with some things, and for various reasons. And this year, he's so much more himself. And this embracing of the uncomfortable is, I think, at the center of it. And I love it. I love it. Because you can't figure out what your team is capable of until you test them. And when he talks about, like, I hope we blow every 20-point lead. I hope things don't – I think I hope things stay uncomfortable. I, I hope that we face adversity all the time. Like, he keeps saying that. Not that he didn't enjoy a 50-point win. Like, he also say, this is great. Everybody did what they're supposed to do. That's awesome. But he he enjoys all of those tough games, the stuff that you that drive you nuts, blowing a lead, playing down in the competition, uh, whatever it is. He loves it. He loved the opportunity after the Lakers game. You know, he like he he said, this is unacceptable 
Like, quote, am I pissed about losing? Yes. But am I ecstatic about the opportunity for us to grow as a team? I'm even happier about that. That was after the Lakers lost. Like, what are you talking about, Joe Missoula? What do you mean, Joe Missoula? What he means is, how can you know what your team is capable of getting through if they don't have to get through anything? If you're buying a house and you go on a nice June day, early June, nice 70 degree weather, sunny, calm, you walk through, the grass is mowed, the house is done up nice. How do you know what that house is like when it rains? How do you know what that house is like when you get a, like a day like uh, on t- today, like Wednesday in, in New England, in, in Boston, where it was windy and cold? How do you know what that house is like? Is it drafty? Is it going to flood? How do you know? All you've seen it as is a house on a perfect day. And you don't want that because you can buy the house. You'd be like, I love this house. And then it rains for a couple of days and you're like, oh, the the basement's flooded. I got leaks in here. I got leak in there. And that now you got mold worries and you got like, you, you just don't know. So Joe is all about the uncomfortable because if you're comfortable whenever everyone else is uncomfortable, then you're going to win. If you're comfortable, if you walk into a room and everybody's being awkward and unsure and you own that, you can own that room by being comfortable in the awkwardness, right? If everyone else is kind of unsure how to act and you walk in and you're like, oh, I got this. I'm confident. Watch me own this room. You win. You win that night. The Celtics can be confident if the Celtics can be comfortable in the uncomfortable. Well, guess what? Your 20 point lead gets dropped down to eight and you're like, this is really uncomfortable. No problem. We'll get it out. We'll figure it out. The plane is going down. No problem. Let me get these controls. Let me figure this out. I gotcha. And if you can level it off at some point, then you can land that plane. And all you got to do in the playoffs is land that plane. But if you panic, you crash. And that's where Joe Mazzula, I think, is an incredible coach. X's and O's, you know what? I can go on Twitter and find five guys, ten guys that are brilliant X's and O's people that aren't even in the league, that maybe used to be in the league or maybe want to be in the league. Brilliant. Better than I could ever be. As smart as anybody in the league. And they're on Twitter. X's and O's don't make you the head coach. You don't have to be X's and O's master. And by the way, basically everybody in the NBA is an X's and O's master. Like by the time you get there, it's just second nature to you. Like everybody knows what they're doing. Now, what you need to do is how do you get your players to all be on the same page and all doing the same thing? And that's where that's where the real challenge of coaching is. You think Adrian Griffin is stupid when it comes to basketball? No, he had a long playing career and a long career as an assistant coach, and he got a head coaching job because he's brilliant at basketball, but couldn't connect with his players and fizzled out right away. You think Phil Jackson 
was some brilliant tactician X's and O's. Tex Winter is the guy who designed the triangle. Phil Jackson was the Zen master. His whole thing was Zen mentality, getting people on the same page. Now, I don't know if Joe Mazzulla is ever going to reach the Phil Jackson level, but it's the same approach. It's the same idea. It's the mentality of it all. Can you, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, think of this game and this situation the same way as Derek White, as Jordan Walsh, as Peyton Pritchard? Can you all think about this the same way? If you can, then you're all going to be on the same page. And when you're all on the same page and you can execute a plan, then, then you're cooking. So that's why Joe Mazzulla is as good as he is as a coach. And that's why he can get even better. Because if he can get these players to buy in fully and be comfortable with the uncomfortable, then then this whole rocket ship takes off. Be comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's where Joe Mazzulla wants his team to get to. That's where this team wins a championship. Because if you're comfortable when things are slipping away, looks like they're slipping away, then you can stop it from slipping away because eventually you'll find the way to do it. And this is what I've been talking about on this podcast this week. Last week, this is what I will be talking about with this, on this podcast. It's just about finding ways and stay in the moment, embrace the moment, don't get caught up on what should be. Just be mindful of what is. Don't wish for something to be anything other than what it is, and you'll be fine. That's the Joe Missoula mentality. It sounds kind of crazy. Sounds a little like flighty, maybe. But I'm telling you, I get it. It's exactly where an NBA player should be, and it's where most NBA players are not because they're so preoccupied with other things. If you can get to this mentality, this Celtics team, it's going to win a lot. They're going to win a lot and a lot in the postseason, and they will win championships, plural. It's a mentality. That's what separates these coaches, the best from the, the best from the best. You think it, you think Eric Spolstra is what he is because he throws some zones out there? You think that's what? No, heat culture, culture. It's a mentality. You think Greg Popovich is who he is because he like has some kind of special offense or de- no, it's a Spurs culture. It's a, it's a whole identity. That's what it is. That's what these, the best of the best it's mentality and culture. It's not just X's and O's. That's what Joe Missoula is building. That's where his focus is. I am all in on Joe Missoula as the head coach. I'm just all in on Joe Missoula as the coach. I've been all in on him as the coach. So at least I've given him the chance, and I think he's earned earned it. I think he's earned it. Obviously, he has to win a championship. That's what the goal is in Boston. I 100% believe he can do it because I believe in the way he's getting there. All right. 
One more podcast. This is the Thursday podcast, Friday podcast. Tomorrow I'll try to get uh, Tom Westerholm on here. We'll talk a little bit more about where the Celtics stand. Then it's All-Star weekend. Next week I'll talk about the All-Star game, the All-Star events, Jalen Brown in the dunk contest and all of that stuff. So that'll be fun. We'll look forward next week. So make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Get it on whichever app that you like to use, Apple, Spotify, whatever, anything, any podcasting app. It's there. Watch the show on YouTube. Hop into the comment section. Let me know what you think about what I'm saying, my take on Joe Missoula, my take on Jordan Walsh, anything. Hop into the comment section. Let me know. And then I would love it if you shared the podcast, spread the word, tell everybody they should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's your team every day.